0: Hello and welcome to the Fuck A Diet Podcast. I am your host, Caroline Dooner, and this is a podcast about diet culture. It's a really casual podcast too. Okay, all right, just warning you. Okay, all right, let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. I am back on the East Coast. I just spent some time out West with my sister in San Diego and with my best friend from college near LA and today my conversation that I'm sharing with you is with my best friend from college Melanie she uh, met me when I was a raw vegan I learned during this conversation that I forced her to be paleo when I was paleo totally forgot about that And we just, we talk about mental health. We talk about her first impression of me that I was absolutely out of my mind and on and on and on. It's a long conversation, um, but believe it or not, it was even longer. And I cut out a lot of even more boring things, but hopefully it'll just give context to some of my uh, dieting, my college dieting and some stuff that led up to the fuck a diet. uh, also, I kind of uh, miss, she really, Melanie talks really, 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 really fast and usually really, 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 really loud. It's a it's a blessing. It's a curse. It's a skill. It's something that I thought was going to blow out my microphone. Uh, so I, I kept the microphone really far away from her and closer to me, but I didn't think about the fact that she... Had lost her voice and was a little raspy. So during the conversation, I am a little bit louder than her the whole time. And I am sorry. I am sorry. We even did a mic test, and I just, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But before I play that conversation for you, I want to share with you this episode's first sponsor. Now I have sponsors as of last episode that are very aligned with the fuck a diet. Every single person that I share is someone that I think that you should go follow and learn from, and they're all great people and businesses to really support the fuck a diet journey and any sort of intuitive eating body acceptance journey. So today this episode's first sponsor is the body love society and their free video series the number one thing stopping people from successfully intuitive eating is their fear of weight gain. If that's your fear around healing your relationship to food, you are definitely not alone. Everybody feels this way. And the Body Love Society is offering a free five-day video series called Weight Gain WTF. Weight gain, what the fuck? It will provide mindset shifts and tools for you to see past your fear of weight gain and move forward in your journey to food and body freedom. You can access the video series for free at bit.ly/weightgainwtf and you can find that link in the show notes for this episode. Okay, I think we're good. And we're just going to start going. And Well, you walk
1: me through the formula cuz I don't I'm not familiar. Okay,
0: well. Will you just guide me? I Yes, I will I will guide the conversation. Cool. But basically, this is not like any other one that I do because we're not like specifically talking about any Anything. sort of like okay. body food stuff, though of course we'll touch on it. We're just going to talk. Like I want like I want to basically give context for our friendship and then how our friendship has, like, the like the mental health stuff we talk okay. about and the, like, like to, I think we should talk about our first year of being friends. Definitely. And, and
1: my first thoughts meeting.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. So for everyone listening, hello. Hello. This is my friend Melanie, my best friend from college. Yay. And she and it's her husband. It's important
1: for me to be the best.
0: Yes, you are the best friend. You are the best friend from college.
1: I'm like Vicki Gumbelson. I'm like,
0: <laughs> so Do you love me the most? <laughs> we need to say it. But that's why we are <laughs> friends, because I don't have to say it. But exactly. I will say it right exactly. now. But Melanie is my best friend from college. Um, we both went to NYU for musical theater. Yep. Dark times. Oh, I, I, in many ways. Wonderful
1: times and, yeah. It was times. a wonderful, horrible time. It was a wonderful, horrible time.
0: And Melanie talk, can talk a mile a minute. It's, it's a skill. It's a blessing. Yeah. It's a curse.
1: In some ways. <laughs> I'm hard to understand and I do exhaust people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but for some reason it just, it just works. It really does. We also like, do, so Melanie and her husband live in LA, mm-hmm. outside LA. And right now I am visiting them. Which, you know, it's uh, September coronavirus time. And so one could say it's an irresponsible thing to travel across the country. I understand. I, I understand. However.
1: I understand too, but I also think like, give yourself a break. I know. Oh, it, it's, it is worth being cautious. And it is worth oh, yeah. taking the correct safety measures, which you did. And we could have done the coronavirus tests and all that and made super sure. But, but at some point... And just so we're clear, and you're probably about to say it, but like Neil and I had coronavirus. Yes. We have recovered from having it. Um, it is very unlikely that we would get it again. Especially, it's been like what, two, three months? It's been like two, it's three, right in yeah, it's all, like two and a half months. And apparently the three month mark is what they're saying now is potentially you could get it again. But nobody knows anything. Right. We're kind of like bionic people. So <laughs> we're really the right people to visit. The stakes are low.
0: Like it really table. doesn't feel like you could easily give it to me or that I could easily give it to you especially because right. you both probably currently right. have the antibodies
1: and we're not doing we're not going out and like being irresponsible you're just here to visit us right. sitting on our couch we, watching that's shows what, and
0: that's what we knew oh, whenever right. I visit them it's like we spend however long I'm there and I have visited for two weeks before and yeah. we pretty much sat here the whole time talking and watching tv
1: it is delightful having you visit because i don't have to like be a whirling dervish of like activities 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 i like i don't mind you ever coming to visit because it's like i get to relax you know what i mean normally you have people visit and it's like it's not a vacation for me because i have to entertain i have to entertain i don't have to entertain you i'm very glad except i do have to cook for you as we learned yesterday. Yes, <laughs> this is
0: true. I was trying to cut. But to be fair, we'd had an edible. Right, it wasn't I was fair. very groggy. So I really don't drink very often, but I was here the first couple of days with my sister. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she's 23. I ha- I used to drink yeah, every day yes. when I was 23 too, but I have, you know, I really can't. I won't sleep. And then that's really the issue. If I drink, I will not sleep. It's not worth it. And so I was just exhausted. Because I was like trying, you know, yeah. I would have like, a drink or two with dinner with her and then she'd be like let's have a drink for lunch and I was like, Mark I can't I, can't. <laughs> I really can't So I was just exhausted and then I've basically been I like came to Melanie's to like recover It's like yeah. I need to just
1: sit here and we have and we have It's been so awesome.
0: So okay so why don't you talk about your experience with Corona like
1: it was so I am an essential worker. So I was going to work every... I mean, I'm not saving lives, to be clear. I am not... Like, I am not a nurse or a doctor. I am doing nothing that needs to be done at this time. It is um, funny,
0: because it doesn't... Like, essential worker, you would think, yeah. wouldn't have applied to you, at least in the beginning.
1: So I'm in automotive repair, and uh, it is important that people can drive to their, their essential place. That's true, that's true. That's so that true. is why we're considered essential. That's true. Um, But, you know, we're not... Delivering food to people that are, you know, working really hard. We're not saving people's lives. We're not emergency services in any way. Um, but we are essential. So I've been to going to work every day. So it was really only a matter of time before I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was responsible. I've been wearing a mask. I've been wiping shit down. Um, and I got it. And I gave it to Neil. And it it wasn't a joke. But it wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe I got a mild case. Um, or that I my immune system or whatever, um, it felt like a really bad cold. Right. So the first week was like body aches. I I Neil didn't have any of this experience. My husband didn't have any of this experience. He he got like congested. Right. Um, I had a week where it's like the shirt on my back, like just wearing clothes hurt.
0: Mm, so it was just a bad fever. It was it must have been. So there's a train going by, but we're just gonna church. Yeah, we're gonna we just, be like be like the train and just keep going. We're just
1: gonna yeah, there's nothing we can do. It's gonna get louder. <laughs> we could pause, but <laughs> no, why bother? No, no, no. Embrace it. Um so yeah, for like a week it was like just wearing clothes. Like, oh, okay. my body Maybe maybe ached. we should pause. Yeah, it's gonna get really loud.
0: Yeah. Let's just okay, time out. Let's just... And then this can... we'll I'll literally play this train at the very end just to bother people.
1: Some train conductors, too, are assholes. Some of them just do the one tap, and some of them are like... Yeah. Some guy said once, who we were talking to about it, was like, I think one of the train conductor's ex-wives lives in Taurus. Because <laughs> sometimes it's like 2 in the morning, and it's like, we get it. We know you're coming. I know. I heard it at midnight last night, and I was like, you fucks. You, be respectful. You know it's 2 a.m. Yeah. It's not... Time doesn't stop on the train. You understand what what you're doing. It was weird. I actually
0: had never noticed it at night before.
1: Like, this is actually a pretty responsible person.
0: Yeah, that wasn't... It's been louder.
1: They sometimes just lay on that horn. Yeah,
0: I know. Like,
1: it's ah! It's unnecessary. All um, right, we're back. We're back. So, that was there was a week of me really feeling body achy. And then it changed to just nasal congestion. Like, I had really bad sinuses. And, um, I did what really hurt the most. It was like monotype recovery after the fact. Yeah. So once it was like three weeks I had had it and I thought I could get back to my life. I had a cough that lingered. My, um, work said I couldn't go back till my cough was totally gone, which totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the route of transmission but also because it just like scares people yeah no
0: really <laughs> really we're really contagious yeah now, like if
1: you're gonna go back to work and cough everyone's like yeah of oh. course
0: of course of course yeah so
1: I waited and I waited and I waited and then I went back to work and my body just I'm a person and you know this it's yes. just like we're just not sick right now body we just have things to do
0: yeah, like Mel like Melanie and I could not be more different like I cannot push through like no I, I try and I fail and then I cry basically oh yeah Melanie just walks on broken feet. I just have to. She just, like, does it.
1: I have to because there's too much to do. And because I always have the voice in the back of my brain of, like, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. People are counting on you. And, and I'm working on that. <laughs> but um, I went back to work and my body just totally crashed on me. And, like, two days in, I had no voice. I felt like I was hit by a truck.
0: Aww. And then I was back
1: out for, like, two, three more weeks. And it felt like I kept saying... It felt like my chest was zip tied. I couldn't catch up. I just couldn't take a full breath. That's horrible. And that went on for a really long time. That was the biggest part of it. Was and like do you once know I was back
0: to what, what that was? Like, do you know? Like, do they know? Like, is it? I think it's like not enough iron or not enough oxygen in your blood. Like, I don't know. Or maybe I don't. I, I Clearly, I don't. Clearly, I, I don't know. And I don't know who knows or if they know. But my understanding is that one of the pieces of coronavirus that's so scary is that y- your blood is not getting the yeah. oxygen that it needs and maybe that was
1: it but I had the pulse oximeter um, and I would t- test it and my oxygen was fine I mean I just couldn't take a full yeah. breath like it, it just felt like so it was maybe they lung. had cut out a lung and they're like we're working on just the one now Oof. but it really like it felt like if you tried to breathe like I could not expand oh that's
0: really scary it was
1: really it was scary but it was Frustrating. Yeah, it was just really frustrating. So were
0: you out of work again? Yes, I had that? to be. Um,
1: because my body just crashed, I couldn't and then do I went it. back for like a couple days at a time,
0: right. and would go out right, right, and be like,
1: right. I can stay. You know, like I would get through Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday was like, Ugh. or <sighs> so then they were like, why don't you not come in Monday? We'll use you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, I'm now back, and that it's been months. And I am able to work a full work week. But I get really tired. Yeah.
0: Really fast. So guess who the perfect friend to have visiting is? Caroline, who just wants to...
1: Sit and relax. (laughs) You just are a really good, like, mono recovery person. Because I I imagine, I never had mono.
0: I had mono for, like, ten years. But you just... (laughs) Until, like, like, last year.
1: Even yesterday, or two days ago, we came back from an activity, and I was like, I'm spent.
0: Yes, well... Well, our activity was like the most difficult thing I've ever done Going in my entire life. To
1: 110 degrees so it was
0: 110 degrees. To sit
1: and drink rose. I mean it wasn't
0: and it was Melanie's birthday celebration. So we wanted to go, you know, out, but of course everything's outdoor. So we were sitting outdoors. Outdoors. And really hot heat. I mean, I don't I, we had two drinks and I don't even know I don't even know. Like I I, I agree. I I felt so weird. Because of the heat that I like, agree. who even knows what was happening? I know. But then we got home and then Melanie was tired and it's like, well, of course you're fucking tired. You're tired
1: anyway. Like just the sun already wears you down. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm still not back to 100% Melanie.
0: Even from, wait, from, from, oh, I see what you're saying. From Corona. I thought you meant from the heat. And I was like, me oh, saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh,
1: no. I won't recover till next week. About it. <laughs> but. But so, yeah. So that's our story. And Neil. Really was fine, and Neil That's re- good. never had that issue. Yeah,
0: it's just so interesting because it's just like so like there's such a swath of experience, and I'm sure that it's that same way with most viruses. Honestly, it's I'm like sure. some people get it really, really, really bad, and the people who are immunocompromised are like at more danger of like probably having complications or, or or running de- running well, down and then having whatever your you know chronic health issue is like flare up or whatever because right. your immune system is compromised and then other people are like oh it wasn't uh, It some was people a,
1: have it and don't even know it was a bad day
0: yeah. you know or was it like I had a fever I for I had a headache night. for an yeah, afternoon yeah exactly but
1: I ran a half marathon in February and I got it in June like I am a physically fit person right, it's right. not like I was like right. lazy all the time like I worked out constantly I ended I worked out from my wedding which was two years ago to this race and I ran this race like 10 minutes faster than I ran it before like I
0: I actually had no idea that that you did that
1: yeah and I beat all of my family because that was what it was about (laughs) and then I got sick and I was like I would be a person that I would think would like do phenomenal
0: well that's the interesting thing that people have been saying especially in an anti-diet space where there has been this sort of dialogue of like if you just took better care of yourself you wouldn't get this and it's like fuck you like it's just not we are humans and we are fallible and you can't diet and exercise your way to perfect health
1: like you can't you cannot and honestly i thought of you often when i was ready to be done exercising because i was like caroline would allow this like (laughs) i don't need to do this there's no like i'm doing it for the stigma i'm not enjoying it anymore i did it because i enjoyed it because i really did liked going. I liked feeling strong. I, I liked get it. being flexible. Yesterday, and then I stopped liking it.
0: Yeah, and yesterday, my god. I mean, I've been saying this on the podcast that it's becoming more clear to me how much I need walking for my mental health, especially now that it feels like it's been taken yeah. away in some ways with like not having as much access to exercise. The heat plus masks really fucks me up. Like yeah, I can't it's really hard. I cannot go for my walk in with the heat wave and I, I can't. I can't. I I agree. I, so I just have been feeling more, like, desperate to walk when the weather is nice. So yesterday, Melanie and Neil are moving, so we've been packing, or we've been, they've been backing up their house, and I've been <laughs> like, been.
1: can I help? And they're like, mm, not really. Like I me. said, you're just my advisor. You are there to to coach me <laughs> to what is needed and is not needed, or the appropriate thing to, to box up now versus later. I just need guidance.
0: Right, and I haven't even been giving her guidance, but in her head, she thinks I have, and I guess that that's... That's, That's all. Good enough. But I was just kind of standing around yesterday and I was like, if you guys really don't need me to help you, truly help you pack, I would love to go for a walk around your neighborhood just for like, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And okay. it was, what what am I trying to say? Oh, wizardly. When we were in... Wizard People, People when Dear Wiz- Reader. Wizard People Dear Reader. Is that what it's called? Yes. Wizard
1: People Dear Reader. It is, oh my God. It's a YouTube video series of a guy reading the first book um and just like or narrating he's actually
0: it. narrating the first movie He
1: is, you're right. He's not reading the book. He's and narrating. And he doesn't the, even it's, it's really his own version.
0: he doesn't actually he only knows Harry Potter like peripherally like from from pop culture essentially right. and from his friends and
1: maybe he saw the movie.
0: But he's also not I imagine it's muted.
1: He's not watching the dialogue no. because he's writing it. Himself. He's
0: writing the dialogue himself, and it is. Um, it was like it it's was in really college. It was enough. like our sophomore year of college, which would have been like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You
1: know, so long
0: ago. Where it was so long ago. Speaking of, we are. Ne- <laughs> Melanie is one of my Bravo friends.
1: And shouldn't we all be? She's a shepherd. You
0: know? I mean, really, I would say we're, we're watching like vintage Real Housewives of Orange County right now, which is kind of a dirge. We just it got... It is a
1: dirge. We got to the sweet spot. It, You know, to respect the, the material, you need to know the source material. Yes, and the Real Housewives of Orange County is the source material. It is the foundation for this whole canon.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: It, it's just important to do your research. It's
0: a rich... <laughs> it's a rich uh legacy but i will say (laughs) it is you know boring it's boring and it's also triggering content if you're trying to heal your relationship with food and body because these women
1: very directed
0: and they're trying they're actually like almost the point of the show is to showcase the toxicity i would say in
1: some ways and the absurdity I hope so, but I honestly feel like, at least in these seasons, they're glorifying it.
0: Well, that's that, That's always the problem. And I was saying, I, was, I watched my sister when we were in San Diego last week. My sister forced me to watch the first episode of Euphoria on HBO. Oh,
1: did you like it? No. Oh.
0: Because, <laughs> well, I think Zendaya is a, an amazing actress. I do too. But the problem with that is that what it does is it glorifies teenage drug addiction as a and I think maybe I don't know I'm assuming it was a book right I'm assuming it was a book at
1: this point it's fair assumption everything and I can
0: see that there and I didn't finish it and I can see that it's trying to be commentary on certain things like commentary and it's trying to like expose like the the pressures I think of being a teenager these days but um, and and it's trying to say this she, generation's thirteen. Do you remember the movie? I 30? know and I never watched thirteen, but I think so. But I, I can totally see that it's trying to explain that she has like extreme and has had extreme anxiety and panic attacks since okay. she was young. And so, you know, drugs and finding drugs and you know, the first time that she had a panic attack as a child, they gave her Valium in the hospital. And she was like, you know, to calm her down because she couldn't okay. breathe. yeah, yeah I'm right and and she was like, and that's when I was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the only time I feel calm. That's so scary. But because she's so beautiful and such a – like, she's such an like a charismatic in- – People are like, oh, I want paleo. I want to be like am positive that if I was a teenager, I would be like, this is fucking cool. And of she's course. cool. And I want to – like, even if you know consciously you're not supposed to want that because she's suffering, there is this glor- – like, inherently, there is this glorifying of it. Yeah.
1: And so – which is prevalent among the housewives as well.
0: In a- anything. In anything. In anything you're watching. Yeah. Anything. And I think that that's something, you know, we just have to like know that stories and TV movies and less so books. I mean, you could say books too, for sure. But there's this extra piece of like seeing it and the like, what they have to do is they have to make you like something about it yeah. you know even if it's a really dark depressing thing I mean it's these beautiful like quote-unquote perfect people having these problems where you're like well, that's not so bad you know like there's some glorifying oh, yeah. well, of it
1: well and and we still need to go circle it back to wizard people but oh sorry <laughs> to, just to finish the thought with, with Orange how did County, we get Why did I, this happen? is what I feared might happen oh. Is that we love to start conversations and then just so anybody who but is uh, you know, they apologies, know. a thousand apologies. But you already it, know. If it, you, you know, listen,
0: you know that this, I mean, this is the way I am anyway. I don't even could, know what's because, happening. because,
1: yeah, getting on tangents is just our whole love story. <laughs> um, but the the thing that we were watching, so in the early seasons, there's Gretchen de Rossi. Um, R.I.P. Gretchen, but I'll She's alive. We don't care. Um, Well, she's dead in the series. (laughs) And I think that that's correct. And I think you'll find that
0: is true. Meaning, if you don't watch The Housewives, Housewives she's not on it anymore.
1: Um, And if you don't
0: watch, look, I really don't necessarily think that you should. But also, you should. I mean, it is honestly great. I've said honestly so many times. It's great uh, entertainment. It It really really is great entertainment. But it is... There's a toxicity to it that oh, I think yeah. that I think you just need to be aware of and to protect yourself from if you feel like it's It's
1: very weird. triggering. And somehow that correlated to Wizard People Dear Reader. Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. I don't I
0: don't remember, I don't remember. It, but let's get back to Wizard People Dear Reader. Basically, all he we want to say is that it's fucking funny.
1: It's so funny. He narrates the story and so he he changes people's names. And this is where I think you were headed to with like our names and walking on the sidewalk and the voice. So, he Instead of it being um, Hermione, he called her the... the, the wh- Wait, that was what I called you. He, Never you mind. Call, right. He called her the... I, I don't even remember. I don't remember but either. But like Professor Snape was a woman and it was Professor Snake. Yeah. And McGonagall was... Um, Professor Hardcastle McCormick. Right, Professor Hardcastle McCormick. But the McCormick. weird thing is he had this
0: really weird Catface, voice. face <laughs> Oh yeah, that was her too. Harry was...
1: Oh, it was... What was Ron?
0: Um, Ronnie Bear?
1: Yeah, Ronnie Bear. And it's so stupid. Caroline, we're not going to be able to like explain we're why. We're not, it's... but Caroline and I would walk the streets of New York and I would make Caroline narrate our life. <laughs> and Caroline called me the beautiful but horrible Melanie. <laughs> and it was amazing. I loved it. So I have always in my head have been like the beautiful but horrible Melanie whenever <laughs> I'm like walking around. And I I still think it's relevant. I still think it applies.
0: You are beautiful and you are horrible. <laughs> So, okay, I would actually like to circle back because we were talking about how you have been very on top of things like during this pandemic. And like, how to say this? Melanie has OCD and is very, very, very obsessed with... Being clean. Being clean, but in an arbitrary way sometimes. Like it, it manifests in specific ways that you get stuck on. But she's a generally pretty clean person. I'm
1: clean and I'm organized. There are things I've gotten better over the years. Yes. And of course, I go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, my car is dirty right now by mm-hmm. all accounts. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. dust all over it. Mm-hmm. There's, like, shit, like, all over the, it needs a vacuum, mm-hmm. but it's mine. Mm-hmm. And I got it dirty. Right. So it feels like clean dirt. Right, right, it right. It is, right. Not correct. Right, right. Um, But I feel like it is clean dirt, it is dirt. I've always had accountability for it the whole way, so I've watched the transition and I'm comfortable with it. Right, right, But right. if I walked, like yesterday, I was walking around my house, I picked up my foot, I didn't even feel really dirty until I noticed the dirt on my foot, and then I was like, we have to swift for this. Stop, time out, we have to for the entire floor and get back to base level. So We, like,
0: took refuge on the couch and her husband swiffered. Yeah,
1: we played The Floor is Lava and my husband swiffered. It's, it is, I mean... Obsessive compulsive disorder is characterized by like illogical logic and mm-hmm. and obsessing about something that's not necessarily problematic or that might be, but I have an unhealthy like you know tension or anxiety about right, it.
0: Right, right, right. So
1: I am more organized. I am very clean, but I'm also more organized. Like everything has to have its place at all times.
0: Right, and we're and we are or. Again, Melanie and her husband are packing. We're all packing. To and move. Moving
1: <laughs> it's all of our house in a way, you know?
0: And who, oh no, it was, I think it was my mom who, she's like, Have you been packing the whole time? And I was like, Me packing to leave? Like, I was so confused. I was like, Yeah, I've been packed up. The first day I got here, I unpacked. <laughs> and so that's um, whatever, that's not interesting. But um, but we, there are things, like she, the organization of the packing is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's and it's making it stressful because, like, you want to... I have to control
1: it. Right. So I can't allow you to help me. Right, 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 it's right. It's frustrating for all of us. <laughs> Mostly probably for Neil.
0: But also, dishes. And this is kind of a great thing. As long as you aren't truly annoyed with me about this, she won't allow me to hand wash any of the dishes that need to be hand washed because it's a control thing of, like, she yeah. needs to know that it was done a certain way. Yeah. So even if I washed it, she would just wash it again. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to leave it here. But then I start to feel bad every time I, I want to like get it's, a new thing. I know.
1: And that's what I don't want. And that's what I'm worried about is like I make people uncomfortable. But you
0: don't. You actually don't. I just... You have
1: never said like, oh God, you have to get another spoon? Never. And I would never because I realize that I'm... I'm in the wrong. Um, it's really... It's really a novelty that I even let Neil wash dishes, and that took a long time, and I had to watch him wash them, and I coached him. It's not okay. It's mean, but that's he, and that's why get yourself a Neil. Like he takes care of the things that he knows it's absurd and like, he knows he it's knew, not. Right, he knows needed.
0: he he knew and he knows who you are what you are what you need he understands that you are not going to fundamentally change like you can really work a, you can work on pieces of it yes. and like in moment like there are definitely moments where we're like <gasps> we're neil and i'll be like oh no no she's I've gotten, she's going i no, have I know. gotten better no oh for sure for sure for sure
1: uh, but but there was no a moment
0: last night when we were cleaning the muscles and she, she was like, they're dying. They're dying. Oh, no, no, no. We can't do this. We can't do it. We're just doing them all up. They're all dying.
1: They're dying. They're dying. They're dying. <laughs> I freaked. And that's, I think, the part of OCD is that I, because it is a anxiety disorder. Right, right. And I don't have the ability to, like, properly allocate stress <laughs> or situation. It is, like, no stress or all of the stress. I don't, I can't just, like, oh, that's mildly problematic. It is a hundred thousand percent a fire alarm, the boat is sinking. Like, right. it's definitely not helpful. <laughs> I might need to figure that out. Like, it wasn't like, oh no, a couple of these muscles are dying. It was like, everything is ruined. Dinner's ruined. Why even make muscles? Well, I was cleaning
0: the muscles. Like, I was like, you know, cleaning the outside of them before we put them in the pot to like, you know, make sauce and everything. to To die. They were going <laughs> to die in three minutes and I was cleaning them with lukewarm water or like room temperature water and they were cold coming. And that could have been also why like it was like a shock temperature thing and they were like, Dying, you know, maybe dying, but they were about to be killed anyway. But she, she was like, "I don't think you should be doing this. I think you're hurting them. I think <laughs> you're killing them. Not, they're dying. They're dying. They're dying." And it, sometimes it's like I am, I go with you. I'm like, okay, there's a problem here, and we need to help. Troubles together. You know. But last night
1: out. I just was laughing. I was like, <laughs> sometimes you do a really good thing too, which helps me realize is that you just step away, and I'm like, okay, that's a good indication for me that I'm being too much. <laughs> You really do a good job of being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it is hard to be my friend. No, but it's also
0: not because you do have a, a, a lot of awareness yes. around it. And you have a desire. You have an awareness that you are doing something that other people don't do and that maybe you don't need to do. But you, you, you will explain, like, look, I understand that this is ridiculous, but I, I am very stressed about this right now. And I just, I'm in it, you know?
1: And that's what my therapist says is the first... to acknowledge she's like and she even said like you are miles beyond where I start most therapy with people because you have a lot of awareness I see it yeah and I acknowledge that it is not needed but what I can't do is is release that need like I just because that's the next step is like how can we figure out how you don't need this because you acknowledge that it's illogical right and that that it doesn't and that's that is also specific
0: to OCD which I do have a, a certain understanding of and I think if I didn't have my brother, my brother has OCD as well and has, you know, pretty much his whole life. Like from when he He went
1: through a really hard time with it.
0: Yeah. I mean like as a child, like, yeah. like serious phobias, but that were OCD. Well, really debilitating. For yes. Him in a
1: way that mine also hasn't been.
0: Right. Yours is, is more of a functional because there are many different manifestations of yes. OCD. Um, but it is a chemical thing. It's like mm. a loop. Mm -hmm. It's like your brain is on a loop and it's, it's, it's really honestly not a choice that part, but then it becomes about managing it and like, how do you exist and like support yourself and like have coping skills to like, you know, if you're not going to do medicine, which a lot of people do and which you could argue, like for instance, Shane has been on medicine,
1: which I totally advocate for if
0: you need it. But for but the thing is, yes, of course, of course, if if, if it's helping you, if it is helping you. Please, please do what you need to do. My brother has been on medicine for OCD almost experimentally since he was like ten, and his brain developed on it. And now, in a way, it's almost like to just be at his baseline OCD, he needs to be on the medicine. Yeah. And like the question of like, can he wean himself off? Nobody knows. And he has tried, and yeah. he's like, oh, it, it, I mean, it's
1: it's a, quality it's of life a big that- dip.
0: Yeah. So, and then the question of like, if he had, if he was on more medicine, would that really help? But the answer is pretty much no. Like, he's it not. Just you know,
1: always makes me think of *Next Normal*, and I'm
0: like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, i like, All the
1: drugs cause another drug to be needed and cause. I mean Alzheimer's. it. I
0: mean it does. It, it does. does. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be on it. Sometimes right. that is fully worth it. Right. You know, I have
1: family members that, if they weren't on medication for depression, like, there would be something bad. That yeah. Yeah. And so I don't. I don't think medicine is a bad thing no not i at don't all. think that not medicine is a bad thing it's all that, a choice oh, it's yes. all
0: a choice of like quality of life
1: like we get a checkup physical checkup every year right nobody gets a mental checkup right. every year it's so why true. they should it's i think so if i were lady king <laughs> which i like to paint myself as, we can
0: talk about lady king lady
1: king there are people who'd be like that's super problematic <laughs> <laughs> you want
0: to rule the world
1: <laughs> i just i mean you know I feel like I could. I would be best at it. You know, it's a burden that I would have to take on for the greater good. <laughs> she
0: would make sure everybody had what they needed, just enough. I would. Just but make we sure. have, like, I have challenged. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's definitely a joke. But we, but you know, we've gone through many. Well, so wouldn't you be a queen? No, no, no. Well, I would so, be yeah, a king. I would be the lady king. we were king. all
1: watching Outlander because that was a, oh, a show yes. we're also obsessed about. Yes, yes. And I was explaining to Caroline, it was all. A joke and deeply problematic, I am aware. <laughs> but I was like, I should be the, the, the because... ruler of the world, not just the president of the United States. I should just rule all of it. And I just bre- I just take all the people, break up the space in the world, and everybody just gets absolutely equal. And enough of this shit. And then, of course, and Neil and I were like, well, who gets the, the Rocky? Like, right, like you were what like... if I want to live by the beach? What if I want to live by the mountain? And I'm like, okay, all great questions. <laughs> <laughs> and so... There would I,
0: be a committee. You're like, there would be a committee. Yeah,
1: I said I would have like you know, czars or and then I would make you like a spiritual <laughs> I w I can't remember what it wasn't a czar. Oh, it was like a spiritual like um um consultant. Yeah or something. Like the the like You had a better term at the time. I know, I don't remember, I don't what, remember it was, what it was. But I decided that I wanted to be Lady King. Because queen implied lesser than. <laughs> I don't it does, just in the same way that like a male actor versus a female actress. I was always taught at school like Call yourself an actor. Right. Actor right. is the like neutral. Neutral. Right. Actress is always a little bit less than. Though you but could argue less
0: that you could argue that that's just saying that women are a little bit less than. Like you could it argue is. that like this is semantics in a way because like that inherently is saying is like deferring to the right. male as as being the neutral. Why is the male the neutral? I know? know, and
1: that's why I hate it, and that's why I just want right, to, be I could, so I to be the lady king. The lady king. I wanted to be the lady king because I a king. Well, because like even in the game of chess, the king has the most power. So I was like. I will be king. I don't wanna be usurped. But you know what's
0: weird is that the queen actually has the most power. You're just protecting the king.
1: Oh. Isn't
0: that interesting? That is interesting. The queen but can do lots of stuff. The king can only
1: move. The T V like looking at every T V show in Game of Thrones, like oh, the of king course. is always of the course. Well, yeah. and, like, and history. And yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't allow myself to be usurped, so I would be the king, but I'd be the Lady King. So I often refer to Caroline when things happen of like as Lady King I'll take control of the situation <laughs> and i will figure it out. So that's where that stems from. Um but I don't really want that job. It's well, a very god, big
0: job. Well god it was just really well be we... The more we talked about it, like she, it, it was, it was a bit, it was a long bit, yes. you know, where like, it was like a joke that just kept going on and on and on for days and days and days. This was like a year or like, two ago. I think
1: people will, will hate you. Well, and I, I know, but it became to, clear clearer and clearer
0: and she was like, well then I'm going to, like it, like very quickly she became like <laughs> an evil ruler where she, where I was like, well, what if the people want that? She's like, they can't.
1: Well, you know what I realized as Lady King is that like <laughs> all of your objections while valid just end up creating a dictatorship because it's like, well, I just can't have that, so I must stamp that down. (laughs) And you realize, like, oh, being a leader is hard. And I
0: started being, like, I was, like, taking it too seriously. I was like, Melanie,
1: you're hurting people. (laughs) 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 They need to be free. No, they cannot. They'll get enough. Everybody will get the same. What's the fucking problem?
0: You were like, they're making my job difficult.
1: (laughs) The Fictional people in this fictional situation. Honestly,
0: you became Daenerys. You know, yeah. you're I'm, like I'm gonna be, be a. So lucky. You're like I'm gonna be a just ruler, and then the more problems came up, you're like, "What is it? I will that's rule really by
1: good." Bio. That's a really good example because that did happen, yeah, and that did. would happen.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
1: It's really hard to be a ruler.
0: It's hard to be a ruler. Everybody has
1: their feelings, and everybody's feelings are valid, and you just can't make everybody happy. Let's it's like Bob Marley says, <laughs> "You can please everyone some of the time, and you can please some people all of the time, but you cannot please everybody all of the time." It's,
0: Oh sorry, I just choked. Yes,
1: it's <laughs> true.
0: It's true. It's it's hard. I don't know the answer. I wouldn't know how to rule the world. I would I would I would not even want to try, to be honest. I don't honest.
1: even want to try either. I don't even It's a it's just a huge burden.
0: <laughs> it's really a burden to be the dictator of the world. I just don't know.
1: You think you're going to be good at it and then you wake up <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, more to do. Always more." to do. <laughs>
0: okay, so let's now backtrack to when we met and uh, I don't know how to guide the beginning of this conversation, but we met the first day first of week. orientation, yeah. I would say. It's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, it is. Because NYU is a big, huge, big school.
1: And the people that I met the first week are still the people that I love That's the most. That's crazy. Arielle was my roommate. That is luck because that is not always I the know. case. I know. Um, most of the time, it's not the case. Most of the time, you're like, oh my God, my freshman year roommate was a lunatic. Right. And, you just and I liked mine a lot, friends. though. We're not
0: still friends. Yeah. You oh know, no, Arielle and I are thick as thieves. So her freshman year roommate is still one of her best friends, and I have become friends with her. In the past couple of years, honestly, because it was really—I mean, we—you just never really interacted. We didn't have much overlap, though. We would like sometimes hang out, and we always were like, "Oh, they're great." Yeah. But then it was your wedding that we like drove up together, and then we just went on a separate hurrah without you.
1: Which I guess <laughs> because I was so far away. Because we're
0: on the East Coast. Um, and Melanie is now on the West Coast, but um,
1: some say it's the best
0: coast. Some say some some disagree, and some are unsure. I'd be unsure. It's just that
1: it rhymes, <laughs> so it, it is true then.
0: So I'm on the Beast Coast. <laughs> I'm on the least. Oh, I don't want to say it that. would be the least. I will say you know I am very disenchanted with the heat and the humidity, and so I have this. Whenever I check to see what the weather is like where my sister or where Melanie is, it's always like 100 degrees in Philadelphia while it's like a beautiful 75 in July. It
1: really always Of course, is
0: now I'm visiting and it was fucking 110 degrees. This
1: is what happens every fall. The
0: Lord is mm-hmm. <laughs> smiting me for being difficult. But I'm kidding. But, but. um but so <laughs> I really I do crave a temperate climate in the summer, but I would miss. I would miss the fall and the winter, so much. I like, there I really, no really would. All so, of you LA
1: people, you can dispute this, but there is no fall. Be honest with yourselves.
0: I mean, we're here and it's hot. Know. You and know? it's
1: not, but it, you don't get mums. Like, pump, there's no, like, apple picking, like, that. I mean, there is, like, sure, sure, have to force not in L.A. It. You have to you force, have to force
0: it. it. You have to be like... Aah. You have to
1: go, like, in New York, where there's, like, a tree, like, there's, like, a parking lot that they change into the tree. I farm. know. It's not, like, a tree farm. Like I know. You and I both grew up, in like, in, like, woods nature. Like right. I grew up in farm town. Right. So, it is not, like, there is no fall, y'all. There's, like... It, I know. It, there, it's just forced. Right. And that's fine. That's, again... It's a choice, you know,
0: well, I guess it's easy to say that it's a choice where you live because it's, it's it not easy to like pick up. It's a choice, but it's also like to completely, yes. and if your whole family is in a place, like it can be hard to. Uh,
1: unless you're like me and you're like, if my whole family's there, I would like to be as far as I <laughs> And I do appreciate that you guys all have like stayed together so that I can remove myself from all of you. And then visit when you want to. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So we met. And it just was luck that we had the same, like, advisor or yeah. something. Or, like, same, like...
1: It was. It was, like, an advisor group. Yes. Ethan, I think, is his name. Ethan
0: was his name. And we all met and we did, like, a scavenger hunt around the yes. city.
1: Yes. I think we met in Union Square. Did we not?
0: I, I, It was in a building, I remember, because I'd, like, find a lobby and I was late.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> and I would like you
0: to, to explain it from your perspective and then I'll explain it from my perspective.
1: Okay. So, the whole... And y- this always reads as meaner than I intended but I'm just gonna just tell no just tell the story and then Um, I'll defend
0: myself in any way that I can so if I can
1: as probably everybody's aware New York is a big vibrant place all of us were these like young you know impressionable 18 year olds like coming to the city and like everything everything was like overstim for me at (laughs) that time like everything was like wow awesome oh my god where am I going this is so cool and I was so excited to live on my own and I was just soaking it all in, and obviously also being anal attentive and being like, I will do it right. I will be at every place I need to be at. So we go to meet our advisor, and he's just like, you know, waiting until everybody arrives to begin the activity. And we're waiting, and we're waiting, and you know, there's three people, then there's four people, then there's six people, and then we're really a couple of minutes go by before you show up, Ugh. and you roll in like a whirlwind, like being a tornado. Late.
0: I really, I'm not usually <laughs> you, late.
1: You, I you am said not that multiple times. <laughs>
0: This podcast is also brought to you by Linda Tucker. Linda Tucker is proud to call herself an anti-diet coach, supporting people as they relearn how to enjoy food and trust their body again. She has a specific interest in the nuances of how to stay on the non-diet path while also trying to manage chronic health issues. She keeps her coaching accessible and affordable and authentic. offers virtual sessions to people all around the world she has hosted multiple book clubs including the fuck a diet she had her own book club on the fuck a diet and we have talked a lot in the past linda and i about chronic health issues and rest so we are also very very aligned she provides free consultations for any who may be curious and you can reach out and say hi at lindatuckercoaching.com so the next sponsor is Lauren Redwine. Wouldn't you like your last name to be Redwine or White Wine? I would take either over Dooner and that's for sure. Lauren Redwine is another anti-diet coach and her mission is to challenge wellness as usual and give you some motherfucking freedom. She is certified from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and she also got her master's in psychology in 2019. She follows an intuitive eating anti-diet approach with her clients, obviously. That's why she's on here. So, back when Lauren was going through her health certification, she tried diets, cleanses, healthy lifestyle eating in order to live like she thought a health coach should. And after each attempt to follow a plan, she would inevitably find herself, we know this, right? Find herself in a violent binging phase only to start a new diet plan all over again on Monday. And she felt extremely alone because no one was talking about it, especially in the health and wellness world. But she has since found freedom and she can help you get there too. She can help to guide you to lose the obsession with food, stop the diet binge cycle, learn how to connect to and trust your body and separate your self-worth from your appearance. If you're interested in learning more about Lauren's work, you can find her on Instagram at wellnesswithredwine. (laughs) Remember, red wine, wellness with red wine. Or you can sign up for her newsletter at laurenredwine.com and you can, again,
1: find all of these links in the show notes you came in with just this like massive amount of energy and just immediately apologizing for your presence in the space, for being late, for being ugly. Like you were like, just like, I'm sorry, this is not the way my skin normally looks. I'm going through a change. I'm trying to purge all this stuff. I'm doing it with my mom. And it was just like, we just heard so much about you so quickly. Oh, I feel so sick over that. That's so annoying. I'm telling you, I look like a bitch now. I'm just telling the story how it happened. No, I know. And you approached and you just like gave all of it. You just like, like emotionally vomited on us. You <laughs> we were like, "Here's all the things I'm sorry for," and we were like, "Wowie, okay, let's begin." And I just in my brain, I checked it off as like lunatic.
0: Oh god, because there. I mean, honestly, we were in school for musical theater.
1: So I was and already so there, cautious.
0: Honestly, and I was too. But then I, of course, I
1: which sounds mean, but no, I was too a musical theater like I am a musical theater person but you know the person I'm talking about oh yeah, and I, honestly I'm not either who is just like knows every musical quotes everything like always on to song and dance like um and that right. was always the person I was fearful of of like oh my god I'm not gonna be able to have real conversations with any of these people they're like regressed right which is so mean to say no, I love musical theater people but uh, but at the time that I was 18 I thought I knew better and I was like right all these people are obnoxious yeah and you were that person. <laughs> oh my God. But I wasn't
0: really for you long. You weren't at all. In that moment. You, I really was.
1: You were in my brain. So I, I was it. like, what a absolute nut job. Oh. And, but, but, but there was something I was like, I'm into her crazy. And like, a no, seed was weren't. planted. No, you weren't. No, you
0: weren't then. I don't Not believe, then, I don't but believe but that. Not then, but
1: a seed was planted. I saw you again, then in CAP. And honestly, when I met you again at CAP, which is where we went to school, mm-hmm. um, CAP 21 inside of NYU, I did I didn't immediately attach the two people.
0: Oh, interesting. Because
1: I really liked you at Cat. Uh,
0: and, and I didn't immediately
1: we, connect. Them. And we were in the same
0: yes, group. Yes, we were that in the year. same freshman in uh. class. And I was
1: like, this bitch is really talented. She's really oh, should I not be swearing? Oh no, no,
0: no. Of course. I was I was gonna say something, but then you said I was talented, so I didn't want to interrupt. You, you were very
1: talented. <laughs> 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 very talented, very put together, and I was like, Whoa, who is this person? And you were still immediately, you know explaining your dieting and exp-
0: which okay we need to wait sorry this is important because I want to talk that's when I was a raw vegan yes so we're just gonna wait for this trainer
1: and your macaroons I vividly remember your macaroons
0: oh my like raw macaroons right I spent so much they were macaroons. yummy yeah but it was like all I could eat that wasn't like a banana or like lettuce or something okay we're just gonna wait for this
1: Molly does that too, right? Oh my like, God, it gets, he gets sm- so small. He's taking up half of his bed. I he's, know. Like we bought him this bigger bed because we we're like he's such a big boy and he did this on his little bed, but he does it even on a big bed. He's such a tiny boy. He little likes bed. to be a donut.
0: So Melanie and Neil have a beautiful husky
1: shepherd.
0: Husky shepherd, and he, and last year, I visited and I brought Molly on the plane he and it, w- it it almost killed me. So I did not this year. Also, plus the coronavirus, everything it was just too many logistics. And they played the whole time, and so it's just very sad. She's back with Sammy Nene, her uncle, um, good good friend. Someone who he actually was the one who was with me when I adopted her, and he forced me to get her because he told me that there would never be a better puppy for me. And he was just it's totally. He right. had an ulterior. He was right, and he also had an ulterior <laughs> to like sort of have a dog himself and not have to actually. Um, so, but anyway. yeah, so
1: going back to so you were still all about. The raw thing. So I was
0: about a new, like, I had only been a raw vegan probably for three weeks. You said
1: you were doing it with your mom, who I was, was sick. who
0: had cancer. Yes. And she was like, you know, we grew up in a, uh, you know, alternative uh, health household. And a diet, diets can maybe heal us household. Yes. So when she was diagnosed, her first thought was, oh no, I caused this. I can reverse it by living a better lifestyle and and you know researching and we read this book on vegetarianism and cancer and then all of a sudden we were both raw vegan um and I had my own health problems and I was like I'm gonna heal myself and I was just diagnosed with like extreme anemia like I they they told me that if my blood did my uh, hemoglobin didn't go up within a month that I needed a blood transfusion but you were
1: very very apologetic for your skin well because my skin so i became raw
0: vegan and my skin got even worse than it already was which
1: we didn't have a baseline for so we were right all just
0: like, but i was but in my mind i was like i am going to school in new york at like a really good program yeah, i mean like we, we could argue about that, right but yeah. a really good program for musical theater it is a really good
1: program and but they i
0: are- have to be Beautiful. I can't yeah. look like this.
1: But you also still were beautiful.
0: It doesn't even. I mean, thank you, but but yes, and okay. So we can we could talk about all angles of this. Yes. But my mentality at the time, and there were people who would have confirmed this, like people in industry sure. would have been like, well, you can't do TV. You know, you should oh go on God. Accutane. Blah been. blah That's blah. So gross. And but. It's just, it's it's fully gross, but it is the way that the
1: entertainment yes. world is. And I think it's changing. It's definitely changing. I was about to say it's changing when we were talking about Real Housewives. It's changing, but really slowly. Very slowly. And yes. not enough. Right. And still. And there's still like a
0: standard, like even if you're allowed to be bigger now, like
1: I think of like, someone. Like Wilson. Right. It's still very important for her, and they're still highlighting her weight loss. Right, the same with Adele,
0: yeah. And then I even think of, like, the actresses who are not skinny little people who are still, like, I'm thinking of Jane the Virgin. I love that show. She's not a skinny little person. However, she still has perfectly clear skin and absolutely, like, perfect Beautiful face and very like actually very white looking. You know she's playing a Latina, but she's also a very white looking Latina. And there are a lot of people who I actually don't know all of the ins and outs of the Gina Rodriguez stuff because I think there are a lot of people who believe who who are very upset with things that she said about the black community. So I so probably there are problematic things here. But this is an example of someone who's like actually not that big, and it's like oh she's like a. Big, yeah, exactly, and it's like, well, she's probably like, you know, an eight, (laughs) you know, crazy. But so again, within this like expanding, and it is important, and it is baby steps, but like there's still like a standard of beauty that, that. But anyway, so in my head, I, I was going to, and I always did this, and I still probably have a tendency to do it, but I'm more aware of it. I go to the expectation that someone would have of me as someone saying I want to be an actress I think that I'm good enough to do this I have this and I you know I wasn't the big brassy belter I had this sweet voice and when you have a sweet voice the expectation is that you're going to play sweet parts and you have to look a certain sweet pretty tiny little perfect little way
1: which I didn't either for different reasons and that's to me you always did right and to me you always did but (laughs) when I was going to brand like you know like senior year everyone was like you are not an ingenue, and I'm well because
0: your energy right, isn't
1: right. And that is very important.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> that is, but then, but then it's also like, do you match? If well, I think it actually I don't is really easier. I play ingenues
1: with a like snark to them, because I'm but, not an
0: ingenue. But that's actually what is more acceptable these days. I mean, that I
1: prefer it. But the
0: perfect little ingenue was a very like dated thing in some ways at this sure, point
1: sure but if I wanted to be, do musical theater and the Rodgers and Hammerstein of it all like <laughs> that is the expectation the Rodgers and Hammerstein of it all Stein the time.
0: no 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 I just yes it's I think it's Stein but I just don't know why that was so funny to me the Rodgers but and you know what I mean like oh yeah absolutely. if I was gonna
1: like musical theater other than what's being written now is still very nostalgic in that way that yes. I just don't fit that bill
0: yes right right and right. that
1: every single casting director told me like you need to know who you are and you need to bring that into the room,
0: right? And that is, I mean, you—that is true. You, I and mean, like that is the weird thing about being an actor. It's like you are the product. I just, I just remember be being so afraid that people would be like, "Why does she think she can do this if she looks oh, yeah. like if she looks like that?" That was always oh, my, goodness, my that's thing. Horrible. Why does she think she can do this if she looks like that?
1: But you were so talented. You are still so talented. Ah,
0: <sighs> thanks, Melanie. But
1: what i've learned is the that the school recognized that too and that's why right but then there
0: was this pressure of like you got to look better to like i know it was and it, no one ever said it to me but i knew i knew yeah and yeah. i didn't know how to escape that pressure and i didn't know how to and i honestly i did it as a job for yeah a long time and, and you i carved
1: out your own path on it like your show Possible memoir titles, but possible. Yes, 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 um, yes. Was really funny and totally self-written, and you were basically like, "This is you got comfortable with your voice faster than I did, for mm, sure."
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, and that was all the artist's way. That was all. Yeah. And that was all. I was twenty-four. I'd been trying to professionally act in New York and mostly just getting jobs in Philadelphia because that's where I'm from and I had contacts there and I fucking hate auditioning. So, so
1: anywhere no that worry. would just... An like, open call, no I you.
0: wasn't... What it eventually came down to and the reason that I'm not doing it anymore is because I wasn't actually willing to do what it took right. to get jobs. Once I had a job, I was like, I love this. Yeah. I know I can do a good job. But the job is but getting But the, the job. lifestyle, yes. The lifestyle, I was like, I wake up every day dreading what I'm it. supposed to be doing that I get day. It. And I'm forcing myself to do it because enough... Because I, I do love part of it. I love having the job. Yeah. And I love the art of it, but I don't love the business of it.
1: And... Yeah, it's hard. It
0: is the... You, you can't escape the business the of job it. The job is
1: getting the job. Once you have the job, then you're on vacation.
0: For a couple months. Yeah. And then you have to do it all over again. So... Uh, Uh, I just, you know, but, but when I, uh, was 24 and I decided I need to heal, needed to heal my relationship to food, like for real, for real, for real, I knew that I couldn't act during that, but I didn't know if it was going to be temporary or whatever. And, but that, then I actually just coincidentally read the artist's way that was all about creativity and perfectionism and how you cannot, you cannot put yourself in a box and you cannot try and account for what the creation is going to be yeah. before you and so it became i had a, i just and i ever since i've had a different perspective on art i guess but, but also really, performing and i never saw acting as art i saw it as a skill and taking direction yes
1: it is it is your creation started early with possible memoir titles with well, well. <laughs> tiles
0: i possible not, you know when you when you write a memoir there's always a tile a tile you always have to put
1: it. a tile and then you just build your house that would be weird if your <laughs> house is a bunch of tiles with words of possible memoirs on them i wouldn't like your house no 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 um but with that and then with i mean it started with non quick oatmeal i think even before oh that, yeah that is that is actually true which was like a live journal i uh,
0: well i had a live journal in so i the weird thing is like Really, truly, I have loved to write as long as I've loved to you act, have. and that is the fucking truth. And
1: I, I like don't voice. think about not like singing voice, but like <laughs> voice, like right. pain like your. Vo- I'm not explaining. It's a style. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's
0: a style that, that you know, the words are written. <laughs> Um, but when I was in high school, I had a live journal and I remember I used to read Angus Thongs and Full Fundrails Snogging, yes. which was the Georgia Nicholson books, which I, which they were essentially like teenage Bridget Jones. Yes. I thought they were the funniest things I'd like, it was the, I would cry laughing at the way yeah. that she wrote. And so I had a live journal trying to essentially have the like American version voice. of her absurd voice, like stressed by it, like she made me laugh. There was an absurdity to it that I just thought was so funny. So I would write that. And then in college, I thought I was gonna write a food blog. Yep. Which I quickly realized, all just I had a lot of just a lot of cheese, a lot of really <laughs> dark pictures of nachos. I only. Ha- I, I would follow these food blogs where this person probably had a husband who was like a photographer who she would like take along with him and like have these perfectly lit yeah. photos in these swanky
1: places, yeah. like new restaurants. We would go to restaurants though so that you could do that. And But it That's was
0: like, a, it was ride. a couple months of me taking pictures with my flip phone and being like, why are these so bad? Because yeah, I didn't so understand anything about photography. And I was like, I guess. This isn't going to work. And then what I found that I learned... God, I'm talking about myself a lot. What I found that I learned is that I really just loved writing about the weird thing that happened.
1: Yeah. Which and is so what it really quickly turned into. It turned into, into it was that. was not food as much as... And that, so... And
0: all, then it was the fucking diet. So that's basically how we got...
1: And here. all of that to say... Our friendship once we got into acting class was fast and furious. It was. And we became best friends. We became friends. like bonded. And my memories. I'm sure we hung out less than I think so, but in my like mind's no. eye, it was like every no, single no, day. No, no, no. We hung out all of the time. We did because because we lived we in ate at restaurants together like all of the time. Yeah. we walked back and forth we were to school together. Friends. We exercised. Like in my mind's eye, in my memory of college, every single day yes. I hung out with you. and we didn't,
0: but it was very, very, very often because we yes. were we were. On in the same classes, days. we're yes. in the same classes. The first year, our mindset. dorms were right next to each other. Yeah, we both have anxiety that manifests in different ways. So we have like different. We both we're both like have our own insanities that don't actually line up, which I think is good because we can kind of like it's amazing have perspective for each other. And and then we were in the same like group class, like for men. Like it was almost it was kind of weird that they kept putting us together because you would but think that they would like,
1: purposely. I think, intentional. You like, think? we were cast as leads in the same musical. That is crazy. And it's really weird. It's like the universe just kept saying, like, you guys will always be best that friends, will always be best un- friends.
0: That is very, like, that was very lucky. Yeah. Because usually there's one lead. Like, one female lead, and one of us would have been it. Yeah. But instead, we were sister leads. Yeah. You it know? Was,
1: it was wonderful. It was crazy. It was a very old-fashioned musical. And then you did your senior year practicum before I did, but I hung out with you guys so every day. We didn't have to be, like... I was, th- like, the only one on the other group, the other semester, that hung out with your group. That's true. Every day. Like, you guys had a very insular showcase. Right. I mean, it so was like a, This was an
0: agent... yeah so did we but the last year i
1: i was able to like jump in on your guys party and it's because you were friends with a lot of us like i was but but really it was just you always invited me and i always showed up
0: oh that's it that's it
1: there was a time when i was social guys yeah there was a time but we would go to gray doll i mean we did we we would go to cafe orland like every single day we would just walk the streets we would (laughs) exercise together like we hung out constantly it was wonderful and there was was so much that like I was always along for the ride with whatever your like new idea was and there were a lot of them
0: oh because the other day okay because the other day we were talking about how we were going to do this and um, guys this has been so long I'm very sorry we won't talk too much it. but in case you
1: care about yeah Caroline's origin story (laughs) (laughs) like every good superhero
0: (laughs) I had to suffer on diets um, before I was injected with a serum I was always like okay okay so well so my freshman year i was a raw vegan it was very extreme it was my worldview it took up a lot of my mental space you would have
1: run far far from me because processed food is my jam oh my god
0: and i would i would like look at her with her perfect fucking skin perfect skin eating her whatever weird like costco packaged and i was like i I
1: don't understand (laughs) i don't
0: Sand? why do I I mean I, really I mean even to this day like my my skin is like good looking if you're very far away from me the, Your skin the closer is totally you get far. the more you like oh 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 oh, oh. oh my goodness. it's okay it's genetic it's it's a it's just a thing it's a, I look at my dad's side of the family it's the way it is it's shim sham shame There's nothing
1: to do about it but it is
0: what it is and the less I fight it the more peaceful I become but um melanie would eat food that i literally believed was like toxic and <laughs> like killed people quickly and she was like thriving Always. and
1: beautiful beautiful but horrible beautiful, beautiful but horrible, horrible melanie
0: so i just paused this but i still said just he's calling me in an hour so <sighs> so melanie is melanie is a hard-working woman even when she's technically on vacation are and you recording it again? yes i just literally while you're and then we stopped and then so, we paused.
1: Yeah. I, I really like my job.
0: We, so, I really like...
1: I am the king.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you watch... Real Housewives of Orange County. Sorry, I keep clapping, which is the worst thing that I should be doing while we're recording.
1: You don't have to apologize um, to But me. that's
0: how I laugh. I laugh by, by clapping. It's weird. I, I,
1: Actually, nothing comes out of her mouth. It's just all the <laughs> claps. It's, it is really weird.
0: <laughs> uh, well, we paused it because her boss called and we had to pee. It was a whole thing. So we're back. And we're only going to speak for a little bit longer. But we, what we are going to say
1: is how this whole thing started. Well... What were, what were we going to So say? we were talking first about when I met you freshman year and you were on the raw diet, which right. then evolved to many, many diets, paleo. It, it, well, just to have really, the evolution that I always did with you.
0: I did most of my formal diets before raw veganism. Then there was raw veganism freshman year. And then... I realized that I basically had some sort of eating disorder, like a mild eating disorder. That's what I thought at the time, which is kind of true. It was somewhere between disordered eating and eating disorder. So then I thought I was going to become an intuitive eater. The problem with that is that for six years, I was like, I'm normal with food now, but I was still obsessed with eating the smallest amount possible. So I was- Throughout
1: college? Because I feel like this was post-college So you became an intuitive eater. Well-
0: Because we did paleo. Well, that wasn't until I was 23 positive. That was after college. Yeah. yeah So it was like freshman year I was a raw vegan and then sophomore uh junior I couldn't remember the order. We sophomore, junior, berry. senior. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I was like I'm free. I eat pink berry. I but I was still obsessed with like following my hunger so closely that I wouldn't gain weight. So there was this obsession with doing it right and therefore I was able to do it wrong. Yeah. And therefore I was still fixated on food because honestly I was fucking hungry but you know of course, and
1: that whole the through line of all of that was this like really comedic way <laughs> of dealing with it and non-quick oatmeal which we were discussing before the break was meant to be and so I remember that was at the point that you lived in the Upper West Side not Upper yes. Upper West but the first one yes um and I remember like and that's when I did paleo and that's then. was it because yeah. I that you lived in that apartment in college
0: no no yes you did no 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 Yes, you did. No, no, Melanie, I I am a hundred percent sure. <laughs> when
1: not the one that you lived in all the way no, up with the will, French door. Would you like me to tell you the timeline of my life? Because where did you live before that? Oh, you lived with St. and. Oh yeah, duh! You lived in Steyton. Okay, Fair well, year. in any event. Okay. When you lived in that little apartment, that little studio. That was for the two years after
0: college. Okay. Okay.
1: When you lived in that studio apartment, mm-hmm. you did have non-quick oatmeal. Yes. And I would hang out with you. It was a blog. It was a blog that I wrote. It and was... then go home and hope that I was in it. Oh my God. <laughs> my little narcissism. Because it did pivot to just like your goings-ons. Yes. And I was like, I should always be it. Like, <laughs> even when you came the other day, I was like, am I in your book? Oh yeah. And I was I, like, yeah, you are. Wait, I, I need to like... be... Because I'm the narcissistic friend that needs the validation. You are Vicki Gumbelson. That needs you to be like, Melanie's cool. <laughs> Melanie's so fun. I
0: hang out with Melanie and I do all these things. I mean, for yeah. the past couple years, I have done a significant Every visit. Year.
1: Yeah. It's um, been awesome. I, it is my favorite because... And then we have a chat now with you and me and my husband, which is wonderful. Oh my
0: God. I know an actual text thread where we talk yeah. about Bravo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, I mean, just look at the like timestamps, like vocal surgery. Big, huge moment in my life. Everybody gave their insight. I asked everybody their opinion on what to do. And you were the person that said, I think that you should want to be able to make the choice on whether you can sing or not and have that choice made for you. Mm. And that sticks out in my brain. I don't remember anybody else's opinions, but I remember that because that, that was the gear that said, I'm going to do the surgery. Oh. I remember when I got married, everybody else, all the noise, all the noise, you and I sat and I talked about this with my therapist a lot. I pulled you aside because I needed you and you sat in the room with me to get ready for my big day and you did this whole like breathing experiment with the light just like flowing through my body and I have a visceral memory of that bam like another instance where like Caroline accessed me Aww. buying this house like there are just so many times that like your opinion it's not just like whatever Caroline says is right but like it's that Oprah aha moment that you're able to
0: well get what I to. want for you and if you can tell Melanie talks very fast she's like has a lot of like directed energy she's very like um she's very productive I would say Melanie is very productive and it's like it's the way you're brought up and it's also your genetics and it's like your energy like and and she can work herself up into like expectations and stress and all I want for myself and all I want for you like all I think that we we as humans like need to be able to access is like what would help us access peace like, yeah. what is peace? Like, for instance, they were making a decision about buying this new house and taking a, an offer that was, like, a sure thing as opposed to, like, taking it to market. And I could tell that you were like, but I want to win. Like, I and and she's very good at saying, like, I know that I, like, I." she has a lot of awareness about the way that her brain works, but, like, that, like, but what would give you peace? Like, what would give yeah. you peace?
1: Well, you said it, I, the way you said it was, like, this is the, gift that the universe gave you like there's a lot of stress going on in this particular situation and this was that gift we were looking Cause for because we
0: because we the week before we the week it. before we're like you're gonna sell your house quickly it's all gonna work out you're gonna sell it in time for you to buy this house that you want to buy and then a couple of days later she was like well I have this offer and it is like even higher than we were gonna than it, the house then it's exactly so what I forth. want it. and and but I was then like I it so easy right and I was like but this is this is like you're like it's too e-. like is it too good to be true yeah. basically no it's not too good because to be it true. was the
1: universe being like here's the break you needed right now because there's so it's much like other literally what out. you
0: asked me you're like but
1: what if i and i just didn't see it that way until you said that and everybody else's opinions were also valid too but you just i don't know what it is i don't know but what so it is either. it's because really important that everybody has as that far voice. as i'm
0: concerned i'm a fucking mess <laughs> But I'm glad that I've been helpful. And I hope, I just hope
1: that I've been able to be the same thing you. are, you oh my gosh.
0: You, I, I don't even, oh, you absolutely are. Melanie gives amazing advice. Melanie is extremely supportive. If you are suffering, she is like, I, she will talk to you for three hours about it. Like oh, she. Nice. And there is this, like, I just feel like we have very compatible. We do. Like, we just want, to, I, I don't know, except for Disney World and Disneyland, which <laughs> but I. But you
1: still, like, forgive my <laughs> grievances.
0: She loves Disneyland and Disney World, and I don't understand, and it's okay. B- besides that, we just want to do the same things.
1: We're very simpatico. Yeah. It's, but there are a lot of ways that we are very different people. Yes. But we also, like, just... We just really accept each other. I know. It's beautiful. It, it's beautiful we, we've one always one.
0: and We're being a little bit annoying right now because we're like, you know, I love you. I love you. But we've always just been good. It's always been really nice. It's just always been the We're outdated. both... You know, have our own insanities, and we are able to navigate them.
1: But all, and really all well. of this, sort of, to say, with your, like, going through all of your stages of like getting to this place that you're at now with the fuck it died and this like incredible, you know, ability to help a lot of people. I was kind of on that ride with you. Oh shit! No. Okay, I was you... on that ride with you, and I was always willing. I purged you came over and purged my entire pantry to buy paleo and then took me to the grocery store and bought paleo and i was like we're paleo now and i then honestly, you would check in with me every day and you're like what did you eat today
0: i did yes this is obviously before the this is like the half a year before this was the, the journey party. to
1: get there melanie i did not remember that you took up me you often took me to that like health store with the green awning in the in the west village where you got nuts a lot?
0: Oh yeah, so many nuts, so many sprouted nuts, so many like <laughs> raw nuts, so many like dehydrated. But we went to the nuts. grocery
1: store. You came over. You took everything out that wasn't paleo, and you took you took me to the store and. I bought I probably it like
0: her. got rid of her like um, oh, Pam oils. Like I
1: probably was like you got mm-hmm. rid of most things, and you're like it's meats. It's like we and and then you would check in to make sure we were doing it, and then me and Matt would like go out. And of just course, like, and of course.
0: Like, of Don't course. Don't oh, I. That's so funny because I genuinely. Did I? Was I forcing you to, or did you pretend no, you I was, wanted to?
1: Yeah, pretended I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to be supportive, and I wanted—I I just liked spending time with you. So I was like, I "She's bad. probably right in some way."
0: Uh, I feel bad. That's so annoying. But you know, honestly, that's my mom. My mom was always forcing—like she would like preach the latest diet, like always, as I was like middle school, high school, yeah. and then she. Kind of, so no, I it, got her onto paleo too. She was all into paleo. She was onto like bone broths, and like making. I got her into that, and I got my dad into it too. And yeah. then I was like, abort, abort, abort. You then lived it was in Stein
1: like, town during paleo, no? Um, because I
0: vaguely remember no. like
1: making. But I was still, yet. I was
0: still obsessed with. I was still like a snobby obsessed with yes. certain ingredients during. Yes. I was like obsessed with being a French woman, so I would have been yes. like, oh no, don't use oh, that nigella. oil, on no, no. I loved Nigella. I mean, I still, uh, there, uh, Nigella is unproblematic pretty yes, much. Yes, yes. Um, but no, I was always into, because during those many years of thinking I was eating intuitively, I was obsessed with, my eating, my eating disorder was essentially like, I'm going to be French. It was like, the French women don't get fat. Like I was obsessed with like, pounded table, day. artisanal, but it was like, just tiny
1: bites. That's like, what you, yeah. Tiny it's bites. Portion.
0: Yeah. Portion control. So it was all obsessive and then it was paleo, and I didn't know, but yeah, but even with my parents, I was like, I understand that I've like given you these books and like talked extensively and like used your kitchen during over the holidays to make all these like paleo pies or whatever, but I am now aborting this mission. This was eight and a half years ago at this point. I'm aborting the mission and it's all wrong. And they were like, what, what? And so they're still, they'll be like, <laughs> they still, to this day, the, the, the most diet culture thing besides my mom still talking about weight the most diet culture thing about food is that the, my mom will make a dinner with like a meat and like two different vegetables and I'll be like there's no carb and the my mom's starch, like yeah. my mom will say Caroline vegetables are carbs and I'm like no oh is there a, is there an intruder okay so I think this is a natural end I think we should end this now
1: okay You don't want to talk about the fucking diet or my awareness. Oh yeah, sure. (laughs) I that's what. No,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you probably have a very, you have a perspective on it that I don't have because I was just so in it. Yeah. That I don't even know like what it was like from the outside.
1: No, I mean it was. So. They're just doing. They're just. just Oh, but maybe we really should end it. Maybe we should do a part two in two thousand and twenty one. And just or ended, or and remotely up until this point. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of other things happened, and then the book came out. <laughs> yeah, and you
0: know, and also we didn't even touch on the fact that Melanie would like literally just like not eat for days. Oh yeah,
1: my own horrible <laughs> diet,
0: which was just like starving myself. Right. So we'll part two. Okay. So thank you, Melanie.
1: You're welcome. Thank really, you honestly, mind. this thank has you for been wonderful. Me. Horrible. Look, but that is kind of what begun this. Li- this whirlwind. Life, this this life we live. Because really, it was half and half, and we again. This will just go into that, but like it was half. You genuinely going through this like food, you know, renaissance or like food. Um,
0: <laughs> I uh, like that.
1: It was kind of a food renaissance, it was like a but diet also diet like renaissance. food, you know, diet awakening and this comedic voice and this like wanting to express yourself artistically in your way. Right, and, and, and it it's was funny that it came together. And
0: lines. I actually saw them as separate for so long, but like. I, I actually thought the a diet was like very serious, and people would email me like early early on and be like, I you're you know I love reading your blog, it's helped me so much and it's so funny, and I'd be like, what? I just loved the way you say things, you just like that's very uh, it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but I was confused. I was like it's funny. Yeah. I'm like I would like talk in all caps, but because I was like, no, stop doing this, but anyway, it's all fucking worked out, and I'm very lucky, and I'm lucky to be friends with. Caramel and need, that's the other stupid thing that's that another stupid thing what was that we just like I we were like was... two peas in a pod like well, we, we were, were two probably wearing the same shoes or something
1: I, I think it was like all of that like the Benefer thing and like conjoining like oh, names yeah. <laughs> and we were like ha- our names how would they conjoin and so it became Caramel and I need. and so when I talk when I talk about you I often call you Caroline
0: oh right just
1: because of that right
0: oh Caroline that's the cutest name I've ever had. <laughs> All right. We need to end this now for our sake and for their sakes. Thank you for listening. And
1: okay. um, um, I also do a podcast with uh, my friends. <laughs> what did that just say? It's like, Caroline is not a friend. Well, those are the ones. <laughs> with my other friends who live yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I have multiple friends. <laughs> um, it is called <laughs> Have You Seen the Podcast? Um, it's essentially... You know, and friends, we always sit and talk like, oh my God, have you seen this? Oh my God, have you seen that? We all do it. We, you and I have done it a thousand times just in this trip. Um, so it's essentially that in a podcast. So we force each other to watch things that maybe we wouldn't otherwise watch every week. Um, there's usually themes based off of it. And it's just our comedic commentary on whatever we watch. Um, so if you would like to hear about silly movies or TV shows, come check us out. Have you seen the podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, or on And Twitter. I'll link to it. I'll all the streaming it. services, Yeah.
0: Yay! Yay! So you can check out the show notes to find links to find Melanie and her podcast, and you can also check out the show notes to find all of the sponsors for this particular episode. The first one is the Body Love Society and their free video series Weight Gain WTF. The second is Linda Tucker Coaching, specializing in chronic health issues and anti-diet stuff. And the third one is Wellness with Lauren Redwine uh what else do I want to say I want to thank you for listening to this episode and I'll be back in two weeks with an episode about health at every size and veganism with home body therapy Jenny oh I always mess up this last name it's either Weiner or Weiner, and I just don't know which one it is but by the time we get to next week I'll have re-listened to our conversation and I will probably I'll hopefully know God willing, otherwise I'm going to have to email her and say, I'm so sorry, but I need you to phonetically spell out your name. Okay. What am I trying to say? Yes. So that's going to be in two weeks. And then if you're interested, if you are a health at every size or anti-diet or body image. Business or professional and you would like to get an ad spot on this on this podcast you can go to the slash advertise and if you would like to send I didn't read a listener story today but if you'd like to send a positive and inspirational experience on the Fuck Diet for people who are just beginning their journey you can send that to podcast at carolineduner.com. thank you for listening I really appreciate it I hope it was fun I hope it was helpful And I'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye.